Hello unicorns, welcome back to my weekly live video call, Get Your Shit Together with Get Your Shit Together weekly live guidance with Yana Kasperzak. <laughs> I almost forgot the title. And for today's topic, um, actually before we go into the topic, Yana Kasperzak, your spiritual awakening core energy coach, and my soul's purpose is to help you do just that, get your shit together so you can live the life that you are happy and joyful to wake up to and start escaping that mental prison that you find yourself in so to help you do just that today the topic is on how to know if you are ready to heal and most importantly the hacks that will help you to get there that will help you to heal faster and quicker so let's answer the first part how to know if you are ready to heal it's a very simple answer but it does not feel simple the simple answer is that you're ready when you become aware that there is healing that needs to take place that is when you are ready you're it's like when are you ready to have a child when you decided to have a child and you conceived one and then afterwards it's coming so once you start spiritually awakening that's when you realize and recognize that you are ready to heal and there's here's what's going to happen you're going to be going back and forth healing and not healing doing the work and not doing the work it's it's a yo-yo until you start noticing the differences that you have been making in your life and it becomes almost like not a choice that you are already healing so when do you know if you are ready to heal or if you are ready to heal or how to know when you're ready to heal is when you become aware that there is healing that needs to take place and how do you become aware triggers you get triggered you get hurt and you experience emotional pain that you can't seem to shake off you can't seem to move past anymore that is when you know that you are ready to do the work especially in those areas where you feel stuck when you feel like this is too much and i can't deal and i can't do and i know there's some of you in this group that might be feeling this way that have been feeling this way and this just means that you got to pause and decide what does healing mean to you feel free to uh, enter these questions down below for everyone else to to see your response and to help them um, so to see if the next question would be um, what is he first what does healing mean to you and what does healing look like to you what does healing feel like to you and most importantly how would you want if you had a choice on how to approach healing 
How would you approach your own personal healing every single day that would be light, lightness, that it would be lightheartedness would be part of, that would be um, fun, that would be comfortable, but not too comfortable. Because if we're too comfortable, then we're not grown. We're just staying the same. We need to be outside of our comfort zone because everything that we want, everything that we need everything that is ours is outside of the comfort zone so that's how you know that you are ready to heal and i'm going to keep this video uh short and sweet and now let's let's move on to the hacks the hacks that have worked for me that had really helped me to heal now Hack number one. I'm going to ask it in the question because it, it will be a little bit different for everyone. What is it that you really, really enjoyed doing when you were young? When you were a child or you were a teenager or early 20s or 30s, uh, whatever age um, you feel like is calling you where you really loved enjoying doing something that allowed you to feel freedom that allowed you to express yourself and feel comfortable with yourself that allowed you to feel maybe even empowered by your own self so for me that was and still is dancing as a late teenager because i the first time i went to a club i was 18 years old and i only went clubbing for like two years and not every single not every single day it was just once or twice a week and you know you get tired because <laughs> i also had two jobs at that time as well so it was dancing and when i would dance in the clubs it would be dancing on on the stage um when you have enough liquor in you, all of a sudden you become nice and brave and you can do things that you normally wouldn't do. But at the same time, is that the truth? Or is this what I think is true? I would say it's what I think it's true and it is not the truth, which means that I'm more than capable of doing now being entirely sober i just didn't do it then so the reason why i bring this up as hack number one is that when you are not feeling good or if you're feeling distraught or if you're feeling anxious if you're feeling down whether you're feeling sadness or you felt sadness for long enough because depression is when you felt sad for long enough and then it becomes depression uh, now, there's different types of depression. There's also clinical depression, but uh, this is not what I'm talking about here. I'm not uh, clinically trained in that kind of depression. I am more trained and knowledgeable when it comes to the normal, what is normal depression, right? To the depression of of life, of having too much to do, to deal with, and feeling completely incapable of coping. And um, so dancing was something that worked for me. 
And I would love to hear what was something that worked for you. So number two, what I would say is you got to feed your brain. Nutrition, you know, you are what you eat. We've heard this phrase many times. Now, I want to apply it onto your brain because when it comes to the gut health, we get that. And if you don't get it yet, you will get there. And perhaps this can be a topic for another video. Today, we're mostly in the mind and the healing. So what you feed your brain is very important. And it's going to make you or break you. And most importantly, thinking about it as the book ends. Morning and night. Right before bed and right when you wake up. This is when you are the most programmable. This is when you are open. Especially in the morning. The first 20 minutes of your morning. That is a hack, guys. If you listen to a podcast first thing in the morning, that is going to give you lots of good healthy information then you're starting your day right because breakfast is the most important meal of the day now breakfast is not just what goes in your belly what goes into your mind as well this is why you've experienced this as well when you woke up in the morning and you know let, let's say your kids or your partner or someone maybe you received an angry email and there was someone upset at you that ruins or could ruin your whole entire day if you do nothing about it how you start your day is how you will end it so if you start on a high note you're going to end on a high note if you start feeling like crap that's how you're going to end it so feed your brain good food first 20 minutes of your morning cannot be on social media social media is not going to give you good food unless it's in this group and you're going or groups like this not not just saying just this is the only group there is there's many other groups like it um but this one is unique unto itself just like all the other groups that are unique unto themselves so feed your brain good information if you are going on social media then listen to things that are going to inspire you motivate you help you to set intentions for the day that are going to give you knowledge and wisdom that you you need it that's why you would be hearing it, whether it's uh, on this social platform, YouTube is great. You can listen to YouTube podcasters on there. Um, our podcast, Healed a Unicorn, is on all, um, on pretty much all the platforms. We'll be adding more podcasts onto there soon enough. For now, there are quite a few that you can listen to if you haven't listened to them. And you can listen to them even... Um, as you drive because you can download them um, what else before bed the same concept you it's like if you fill yourself up with junk right before bed your dreams are gonna be junk your sleep quality is going to be junk and no amount of quantity of sleep is going to give you the quality of sleep. Because oversleeping has an opposite effect and it's just as unhealthy as undersleeping. So figuring out what the right amount of sleep is for you. 
So what you put in your brain is what is also going to stay there. It's going to replay and it's going to add to your sleep or take you away from your sleep. And on top of that, it will seep into your morning. And then on top of that, if you're listening to another podcast or another video like this or listening to an audio book, that it's going to prime your brain. And you've heard of compounding effect, compounding interest, interest on top of interest, interest on top of interest. The same goes for you and your healing and for your journey. Put in good information every single day, morning and right before bed. First thing in the morning and right before you go to bed. Be vigilant about who and what is entering your house called your mind and your body. So that. Now, how about another hack that really, I feel like really helped me? When I needed the help, when I was really deep down in this deep rest of the trenches, as I like to refer to it, and depressed as depression. When I was really depressed, I was deeply resting. And what worked for me was listening to binaural beats with headphones, listening to them as much as I possibly can and could throughout the day and at night when I was sleeping. Because just because you're sleeping does not mean that your subconscious is sleeping as well. It is awake, it's paying attention. It knows what's up and it's taking in information. So that is a literal hack to reconditioning your brain and reconditioning your brain with binaural beats, what it's doing is it's fixing the frequency that has been a little bit tainted at this point or a lot tainted at this point. So you want to realign the vibrations in your brain and in your mind. So listening to that, listening to affirmations as I would sleep as well. Now, initially I was doing it every single night. But little by little, it would be some nights and not every night because the brain needs rest as well. And we can't get proper the quality sleep when there's distractions, when we have noise and sounds, when we when there's lights around. So having blackout curtains is another hack. Um, if you're able to wake up without alarms, it's definitely a hack because waking up to alarms that right away puts your body into fight or flight adrenaline and that's not the way that we're meant to be waking up but not everybody uh, is able to wake up naturally so what else um so if you're able to make sure their phone in your room no um, i know some people also even turn off their wi-fi and all things like that in their house to allow for or completely not have it in the house to allow for more restful sleep so there's that another hack i'll share with you is passwords okay so this one is a really great hack you i want you to think about just with do it with one password think about the password that you use to log in to something or go to a place every single day, the one that you're using all the time. So some of you might have a job where you gotta use password every single time. 
and or maybe it's different types of passwords for different programs different things so what i want you to do now with the password is now i want you to think about what is the one thing that you really want to experience feel or have in your life so for example there was one woman that i worked with and for her what she needed and wanted was to be sober and being sober included not just using um, a substance but staying off social media and staying off Netflix because for her she was also addicted to Netflix it would be the first thing she wakes up going to Netflix and watching something on Netflix so because addictions they come in different shapes waves and forms and we want to be sober from them so she wanted to be sober so she came up with a password it needs to be different and unique right and something that is going to give you what you want without you doing too much work so her password was at you know the letter a with a curl at sober for number four life at sober for life and before she knew it she stopped showing up for netflix she stopped consuming as much as she initially was of the substances that she wanted to stop consuming and as she continued to use the password she she didn't even feel a need or not necessarily a need it was that that attachment to the substances or to Netflix so she became in control of watching Netflix when she allowed herself the time because we also worked on boundaries and setting healthy boundaries and putting some structure and habits and healthy habits in place as well and so this is what what ended up happening is that there was no more it didn't feel like you're being pulled towards those things the addictions that we all have in our life um, it just became so much easier so much freer for her so now to wrap this up now i wanted to share the two quotes that I really, really like, and I want you to think about them as I'll share a little bit of my thoughts on them as well. This, now, uh, how do I put it? Um, this password in the way is a goal, right? If you are using a password for yourself, that is in the way what you're setting is a goal for yourself, right? Right or right? Yes or yes, <laughs> right? It's a goal. It's it's a dream. The difference between goals and dreams is this. Dream is something that you've never, ever had and you want that. So, for example, if you've never had a child, so you dream, your dream is to have a child. Some would say it's a goal, but if you've never had a child, you don't know what it's like. So, therefore, it is a dream for you to have a child. But when you already have a child and you want a second child, then that becomes a goal. When you have, you never had a cat and you dream of having a cat. You've never owned one. You never had one in any way, shape or form in your house. So it becomes a dream for you to have a cat. 
And then when you have one cat, the second one becomes now a goal. Same thing with the business. You've never had a business. You work for someone. For you to build your business, it is a dream for you to build your business from scratch and not just to build a business, but build a successful business from scratch. Whatever that means to you, whatever that looks like to you versus you've built one. Now the goal is to build a second one with a job. You never had a job before. Your dream is to get a job or to get a dream job. And then you go and have a job. Then the following would be a goal to have a different job, to have a better job. Or a goal would be to have that dream job, right? So here's the quote. You don't achieve your goal, your goals. You grow into them. You don't achieve your goals. You grow into your goals. You grow into them. You become your goals. You become who you need to become in order for you to reach and achieve those goals. Now, the next one, let me see where I, I have written that one down. It, mm, this one is really good, especially when it comes to healing. It is not what you endure. It is how you endure it. That's what matters the most. Because we all endure pain, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual pain. Each and every human being deals with it and endures it. But it's not in what you endure, it is in the how you endure it. That is the magic. How you endure it, how you deal with it. Are you reacting or are you, re or are you responding? Are you doing the work that you know you are ready to do? Because we established that in the beginning of this video. Are you doing the work that you know you are ready to do or are you avoiding doing the work that you believe you are not ready to do yet because both are important and both are valid and both approaches are needed in order for you to be ready to be fully ready you need to break through that resistance of I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet. And even though you're going through I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet, you're getting ready in that process. You're being shown and reminded in different ways of how you are ready. And before you know it, you already are doing it. And like for me, I use myself as an example. My Without going too deep into the story, my awakening really, like I became cracked open where I could no longer be, deal, or even wake up for the day, or even get my kids ready for school. Everything, every single thing, like even now I still feel like I just remember how it was for me and who I was at that time. That's not who I am anymore, but 
it just happened so seamless that I wasn't ready and I was doing the work, just doing the work, even though I'm not ready to, to be that person. I couldn't even brush my teeth. I couldn't even shower. I couldn't even get ready and get out of pajamas. I couldn't deal. I couldn't do anything. It was, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't want to. I'm not ready. This is too much. All I wanted to do was sleep. All I wanted to do was cry. All I wanted to do was just sit in a dark room. All I wanted to do was just disappear. And what I did was the hacks that I was telling you guys. I, through tears, through my, my mornings was panic attacks, through panic attacks, through anxiety, through tears, through vomiting, because I would vomit almost every single morning because I was in fight or flight every single morning, which led into the whole day and into the evening and then compounding effect. I, I wasn't investing in myself, right? So my investment was coming back 10 times fold with this pain and suffering. So what I started doing was the very things that I shared with you guys. I started, I couldn't listen to myself. I couldn't even lie to myself. I couldn't even lie to myself that I could feel better. I couldn't even say that. So I started listening to podcasts. Actually, I started listening to music, Bob Marley music. Don't worry, be happy. Um, all of his songs, just listen to them and just cry and release and feel what I needed to feel. Now that kind of stuff compounded as well. So I realized that that wasn't really helping me as much as I thought it would. So I switched it up. I started listening to affirmations. I couldn't tell myself anything positive about myself because it was just impossible. So I allowed others to tell me what they thought of me, even though it wasn't someone telling me directly. It was indirectly listening to affirmations and I listened to them. I would listen to them the whole entire day, the same one over and over and over again. Find the ones that are right for you, the best ways, um, whatever word, healing affirmations or awakening affirmations or um, positive affirmations or healing, the, anything that comes to mind for you is followed by affirmations. And then binaural beats, you can include that in the search of YouTube listen to those every morning and in every evening so also when i would feel anxiety or panic i would get into the plank position and i would do push-ups um i couldn't do too many push-ups <laughs> i don't want you thinking that i can do like even the 10 push-ups i don't i don't do them <laughs> now uh now um i just dance i turn music on and i dance and I dance and I dance. So now what I do is every time I feel even the slightest amount of discomfort, I pause and I decide right then and there what I'm going to do with it. Am I going to ignore it? Because sometimes it is actually a conscious choice. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to let this one slide. I'll let this one be. And I will continue watching my Netflix. Or I will continue 
uh, cleaning, right? Um, and then afterwards, if I still feel this way, then I'll address it again. And whereas thinking back to seven years ago, I will feel a little bit of discomfort and I would go into it and go into it in a way of not even addressing it, not even thinking about it and just spiraling out of control. And right away, if I feel bad, then I must be thinking bad thoughts. So I would think all the bad thoughts and not do anything about it at all. And there was even time when I knew what I needed to do, what was going to help me. And I chose consciously and unconsciously not to do anything about it because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And until we are ready, where, and the ready is, okay, ready is also being a choice, which sounds like this. Okay, right now, I'm not feeling the greatest and I know what I need to do. I can go for a walk. I can meditate. I can listen to music. I can dance to music. I can scream into the pillow. I can cry. Um, I can do the push-up or I can do plank dance. I don't particularly enjoy just the plank because just standing still, I'm like, ah, no. Uh, even when I'm standing in lines, I, I don't enjoy standing still. I want I was going to say I can't sit, stand still. I can. It's that I don't want to. And if somebody doesn't like it, well, go stand somewhere else. <laughs> you know, you don't have to look. Right? If you want to say something, you can say something. Uh, but otherwise, not my problem. Um, yeah. So I think this is where I shall end it. And this is more than enough information to get everybody started with these hacks where you are not even doing anything physical not asking you to uh, to to write in a journal or write responses to questions or ask yourself questions just feed your brain just give your brain what it needs through passwords through podcasts through these this video or these types of videos through books through conversations as well you have a support system and if you don't find one, now it's not necessarily a hack because that will involve more time and effort and energy. Uh, that is something that it would be considered work and highly recommend <laughs> doing the work because it makes everything so much easier. Starting with the hacks and then moving into doing the work and deciding what work you do want to do and what work you don't want to do. And understanding who you are is really going to help you to identify what you want and what you don't want. And I say this because every woman that I work with and talk with, they tell me that they don't know who they are, but they know what they want. And my response is always in the form of a question. And I will leave this question with you. If this is how you where you are right now and you don't know yourself you don't know who you are um, or what you are but you know what you want in life this is the question i ask how can you 
know what you want if you don't know the very basics of who you are? That's it. That's a question I have for you guys. I'll let you ponder on that one. And I would love to hear the response below as well. Or feel free to send me a message. My door is open. You want to chat. You want to have a conversation. I am open to that as well. I will help you however I can. And if you are ready to do the deep, deep work and healing on yourself, for yourself, and not just for yourself, but for everyone else in your life. Because when you work on yourself, it affects everybody else in your life. And in a positive way positive way but if you do a negative work it's going to affect them in a negative way so if you're going through really rough times you can see that it's affecting people around you if you're feeling amazing you can see that that's affecting people around you as well so if you're ready to do the deep work and ready to take on that challenge of yourself then we can have that conversation as well but otherwise i will see you all next week on monday on my live card reading intuitive reading and maybe even dream interpreting i might incorporate that into some of the monday videos but typically there is a card that i do a card reading and that one will be at 11 30 eastern time on monday so i'll see you there or the following week also that same week uh, on thursday for another get your shit together weekly live guidance with myself yana kasperzak where we'll be covering another deep, uncomfortable topic that will allow you to, to grow in ways that you might have not even knew was possible. Like it was for me, where I was just doing a little bit, like I said, the hacks, because that's all I could stomach. And then one morning, my husband asked me, what did I do? What did you do? Because you are a different person. Yesterday you were one way and today you're just, you're happy and you're joyful. And what did you do? And that's something that I didn't even notice myself because it's such a gradual process. It's a compounding effect, compounding interest on top of the interest, on top of the interest that one day you wake up and you don't, see or really feel the work that you're doing as you're doing and you do a little bit but you don't see the effects until later and when you see it <coughs> and you, you hear it and you understand it you can't unsee it and you there'll be no going back afterwards because that's how reprogramming happens and that is all until next time bye everybody thanks for watching